John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. How are you enjoying the summer holidays? You, uh, listeners, John's one of John's one of those British teachers. He has six weeks summer holiday where he leaves school <laughs> and and considers his job zero percent for the next six <laughs> weeks. So well, how's it been going? No, well, not strictly true, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's all right. Like, we've been I've done been camping a couple of times. Um, so it's so far, touch wood. We've been camping and the weather's been fantastic, but in between that, it's just been horrible, like rainy, lightning, thunder. Also, you've been timing is it timing it well? Well, just look look at the draw. But then tomorrow, I'm supposed to be going camping for three nights, and the weather forecast is not too good. But they keep getting the weather forecast wrong, so I'm hoping that today it'll just all blow over, and then tomorrow might be all right. But who knows? But yeah, wait, two- I think. Well, sorry. Bef- before you go on, I've quick question about the camping. I think the listeners will probably know the answer to, to this. A few months back, you bought a new camping kettle. Oh yeah. Was was it yellow? Was it orange? Was it, it was orange. Orange, orange. Yeah. I knew it was a bright colour. And at the time, listen, I don't know if you remember, uh, John's wife was a little. She didn't like the kettle. She hated no. the kettle. Yeah. And the reason she gave for hating the kettle was it was too small. Yeah. Ha, ha, uh, how's the camping kettle going? Yes, uh, more than ample. You know, <laughs> like I said, could can make four cups of tea in one go. That's fine um i mean she she uses it to make hot water bottles so she puts hot water bottles in hers and the two girls sleeping bags <laughs> uh, this is that's a real comment on the quality of the british summer isn't it yeah yeah well i sleep naked in my uh aldi double uh, double sleeping bag um but yeah no. listeners, i apologize <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i beat so the first camping trip was with my brother and some friends and stuff and then the second camping trip was with her friends so it's two very different styles of camping <laughs> two very different atmospheres so like you know for yeah, my, yeah, I can imagine. my friends uh, you know we just turned up beer and food and just got on with it and you know kids ran wild and we were all just sat there getting hammered and whereas with her friends, you know, she prepared well, all this like really nice food. You know, she was. When you like, say her her friends, are these like other mums from so it's, school? It's, uh, no, it's two Japanese women who she's managed to make acquaintances with, who she's become ah, really good friends okay. with. Okay, so they're they're they've they've got British husbands too, have they? Yeah, they've both got British husbands. Uh, one's so got. So they all get together and have a good old bitch about their <laughs> yeah. fat, lazy English husbands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No offence. Yeah, no. It, but it was that sort of, uh, you know, camping with Japanese women compared to camping with just English men, sort of, uh, <laughs> you know, kids had to go to bed at a certain time and there was shou- oh, wow. showering going on and all that sort of stuff, whereas <laughs> before it was just Not feral. much showering going on in the men's uh, no, outing. No, it was more feral. I, I had a taste of that myself. I went to the beach last week and it was normally, oh, well, often we go as a family, but it's just that me and my eldest son went last time. 
and I packed a bag and then the my, oh, we're back on to bashing the families again so that's good uh my missus started packing in like cooler bags with drinks and I just I, all we need is swim shorts and a towel but, yeah, and, yeah. and a bottle maybe you know, yeah, we don't yeah. need we're not going on an expedition yeah. popping to the beach but I think and also like going with the Japanese people they just they've got all this different kit so then my missus is like oh we could do with one of them we need one of them a larger kettle yeah like literally <laughs> we haven't got enough room in the car as it is like my car's tiny and we've got like a big roof bag yeah so it's just all this extra stuff that she's decided would be a good to make camping more convenient which out of all the things she wants which would you deem to be the biggest waste of money the one that i bought yesterday which is <laughs> <laughs> it's like this uh it's like it's basically it's like a sleep well it's kind of shaped like a sleeping bag it's made of like uh sort of tarp and you fill it with air like you run around and it fills with air and then you tie it off and it turns into like a bean bag oh, so right. i mean to be fair like uh the other people they'd brought a couple and after one night you know the day after when the kids are playing i had a snooze on one and it's very uh comfortable but it is literally a luxury it's not a necessity how do you deflate it just uh untight like unclip the thing it's just the just, same you just yeah it's just like a huge it's basically like a huge windsock that you can close one end once it's full and you can sort of tighten it it turns into like a sort of sausage shape but with like a sort of seating part that you can lie in in the middle um, all right i yeah. mean considering this is the worst i think you're selling it quite well yeah well yeah okay, <laughs> i'm gonna get some use out of it but yesterday when we went to, so we went to the shop where the mother woman had bought hers from and there's literally just one left. So that means it's going to be, basically, she'll just use it. And I'll, I'll be sat, you know, on the cold, hard ground. <laughs> Thinking that that purchase really was a waste of money. Yeah, yeah. Where's the money for me? <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting any use out of it whatsoever. No. <laughs> but my favourite part of the day was, um, so this place was proper countryside. You know, like middle of nowhere, loads of country back roads. So driving with my wife and all the gear in the car, you know, I had to be super careful. And then the day after, I needed to buy some more beer because there's no shops or anything nearby. So I was like, nearest nearest town was about half an hour. Yeah, it was only five worth miles. Worth it. Because of the country Definitely roads. So my missus was like, well, you just go by yourself. So it's great. Basically, I was just talking to myself like I was a rally driver. Hard left, hard left. <laughs> I was, I was doing. I was. I thought you were about to say I was hammered. I was like, you do not want to be admitting this. No, not no. after the things we had to beep out last week. Last yeah. time. <laughs> no, I was just. I was dead excited. It was the most fun I've had in a car. I think I was absolutely flying around these country roads. <laughs> there is a man who didn't have a car when he was a teenager. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but then I, I think about I fucked myself because. So we came back from camping on Wednesday. Thursday, I took my car in for MOT uh, and I needed two new front tyres. <laughs> oh, right. Lewis Hamilton did, Lewis yeah. Hamilton did a bit too much. Yeah, I think there's a bit too much uh, of gravel sort of <laughs> breaking. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was good. Um, very enjoyed. Highlight of my camping, that. <laughs> what, the 30 minutes to 45 minutes that you were completely away from your entire family. Yeah, oh, I, tracked, I had Oasis on full blast, windows down because it was dead sunny, just flying around. After I came back from the supermarket and I was getting into the car, I thought, should I crack one open as I'm driving back? <laughs> but I uh, can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, better, than, better to be safe than sorry there. Yeah. Recently, I, I often go shopping on a Sunday afternoon, do our weekly shop. 
and a couple of Sundays back, I got I'd finished the shop and I got into the car, and then someone had messaged me or whatever, and I was sitting just sitting in the car on my phone messaging back, and I looked up and my next door neighbour was walking past, and he looked at me and he gave me the eyes as if to say. I know what you're doing. You're just sitting in your car, <laughs> hiding away from your family. We're <laughs> just doing nothing. Just there, just relaxing on the phone. <laughs> I'm imagining he went shopping and then did exactly the same thing on his no. return. <laughs> <laughs> This is JNSNJ News. Time for the news. John, what have you got for us? So this is uh, from the Mirror Online. Uh, it comes actually from uh, Reddit, the AITH uh, forum. I don't know if you've seen oh, yeah. this. Am, Am I, I the arsehole? Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> In, the head- invariably they are. Yeah. So, well, this one. So what do you think the... Uh, I refused to attend my brother's wedding after his fiancée did what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I refuse to attend my brother's wedding after his fiance uh, sucks. <laughs> 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 so I I apologise for that. It's just so route one. But, <laughs> yeah, but you can't well, help what pops up. Yeah. So the person who's refusing to attend is female. Oh, okay. Um, so probably and, not that then. <laughs> and then the. Uh, the fiance, it's a heterosexual marriage. So, the, so what do we think? Okay, I'm going to say it's, it's probably something more mundane. Like, I, I'm refusing to attend my brother's wedding because my brother's uh, fiance didn't make me a bridesmaid. All oh, right. Yeah. Well, no, it's a bit more extreme than that, to be fair. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so it's says, between my two answers, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. So, a mum has told how she's refused to attend the her very own brother's wedding after his fiance abandoned her two-year-old daughter in the park. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, what, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so how do you think this went down? How do you think uh, the fiance abandoned a two-year-old kid in a park? So when you say the, the fiance abandoned the two-year-old, the two-year-old was the sister's two-year-old. Yeah. So the fiance's niece. So she's babysitting her niece. It's gone to the yeah. park and she's abandoned her. A two-year-old. Is- and now the right. now the sister's saying, "I'm not going to your wedding because you left well, my kid at the park." I could see you'd be annoyed. Um, is it something like she had uh, the kid? I don't know because you just take the kid with you. I was about to say like she really needs to go to the toilet to my crack. To the to- <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking diarrhea, but no. yeah, but you just take the kid with you, wouldn't you? I can't. I cannot envisage a situation where i'd leave anyone's two-year-old in the park i mean right. unless you forgot did she forget she was with the kid Maybe. well no so it says uh the mum explained that she previously got re- along great with her brother and his partner who got together eight years ago when they were 15 and she was 12 so this makes the woman who did the forgetting 20 she was always really nice to me and we bonded over the fact that my parents don't like either of us (laughs) 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 Uh, however their relationship recently took a turn when the mum of one was called into work suddenly and had to find a emergency childcare for her daughter while her husband was also at work my sister-in-law said that i shouldn't waste money on a babysitter when i could just let them take her for a bit she continued after the mum went to work, her sister-in-law decided to take her dog for a walk with the two-year-old uh, in tow when disaster struck. 
So she says they were walking through the park and the leash slipped out of her hand. Without thinking, she put my daughter, who was in a little carrier, on a nearby bench before running after the dog, she continued. <laughs> she didn't even catch the dog and it wasn't until two hours later that she even realised that she was missing. Oh, no. I mean, so, I think we need to jump ahead. Is this baby okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the baby's okay. All right, so now I feel like... We're we okay to yeah. have a joke about it. <laughs> not, I, I had like visions of you going up at the end yeah, and the baby was found frozen to death on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. But it says when the, when the mum came up to pick up a little girl, her sister-in-law confessed everything and she was left feeling livid. Also, although so thankful no one had kidnapped her. So sorry, how long had the, the kid... Did the kid stay on the bench for two hours? Yeah, she, it sounds like the kid was in a baby carrier, so she couldn't go anywhere. Right. But I'm surely like other people must have walked past and gone, what the... F- what, the yeah, what the fuck, exactly? Yeah. I mean, if I yeah, if I walked past a sort of two-year-old kid on a bench by themselves, I would generally try and sort of intervene and say, you know, where's your mum or dad if they could talk or just check and well, see if there's any adults nearby. You can't just leave was, them how, to- how old was the baby? Two. Two. Yeah. It's quite old. It's quite big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'd be kicking up a fuss by that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're thinking <laughs> two hours, screaming kid. Yeah, yeah. You would call the police or something, wouldn't you? And say, yeah, it- yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't know what, what kind of park this is or where. But he says, okay, so recently the sister-in-law got back in touch with details about her upcoming wedding. But the woman responded by telling her she wouldn't be attending as a direct result of what had happened with the toddler. So she called me crying, saying that I'm a petty bitch and she wishes someone had kidnapped my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) I hung up on her and she apologised and said she needs me there, the mum continued. My friend and family have all called me saying I'm petty and that she was stressed and it it was an accident. (laughs) I love that. Uh, oh look just oh why don't you just get over it i wish somebody had kidnapped your daughter yeah i know, <laughs> I know. it's like way to try and rectify yeah. the situation oh, no, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry please come to what we did uh well no no <laughs> right well that's it <laughs> so the mum obviously turned to reddit to question whether she was right to tell her sister-in-law she wouldn't be attending and she was met with resounding support uh one person said this is nuts she wishes someone had kidnapped your daughter never talked to this woman again uh, you are not being petty there. What you are doing is being a mother and ensuring the safety and well-being of your child. This woman is clearly not in her right mind if she forgets about your child for two hours. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't know. I think I think I'm I'm agreed that maybe don't go to the wedding. But then it's your brother's wedding, isn't it? So. Yeah, I think I I think in the long term, well, you be you're pissed off now, of course. But in the long term. You're gonna probably regret not going to your very own brother's wedding. I mean, yeah. unless she hates her brother as well. But yeah, it sounds like yeah, a pretty no, dysfunctional I... family anyway, because uh, you know the mum, the parent doesn't like them. So, well, so have you have you ever forgotten your children or any of your children? Um, no, I mean my parents have forgotten my middle brother, and they've also forgot my youngest. Uh, sister but she was she was an adult basically not an adult but she was sort of a teenager they drove to church on i don't know it must have been christmas morning and there was drove in two cars because there's too many of us and then kind of did the whole you know where's Alicia? yeah Um, (laughs) but she's been a teenager was just you know happy at home not having to go to church at christmas oh yeah 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 big time Uh, and then my dad once he went to pick up my brother from a disco or something and 
accidentally left my other brother at home by himself. But again, he was about eight or nine. Not yeah, you get away with it. Yeah, get away with it. <laughs> I've never forgotten either of my kids, but I do have that one. I'm sure you have it too. Sometimes when you're you're driving along in the car, and you and then you think. Are they in the car seat? Are they? <laughs> yeah. Are they? Yeah. You turn yeah. around. And <laughs> so far, they've always been in the car seat. I've actually recently... My, my first kid, I didn't uh, didn't have this, but now I've got one of those... I've got a mirror that straps onto the back, the back seat's headrest. Right. So when I look in the rear view mirror, I can right. look in that mirror and see the kid's face because he's facing backwards yeah. at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes sometimes the mirror slips down so you can't <laughs> see it. And then I kind of get in the car, I'm taking him to nursery and I look in the mirror to see if he's all right. And I can't see, I'm going to see his feet. And I kind of go, oh, I should get out to move the mirror to ensure that I can see if he's still alive. But I mean, we're a little bit late already. So <laughs> it's, oh, it's a difficult decision to make. <laughs> Fuck it. I mean, that just sounds insane to me why would why would he die in the back of your car on a well, tuesday I, morning no, going to nursery i give him small marbles to play with he's yeah. well that's probably not a good idea to be fair i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't give kid a marbles in the back of a seat of a car no, no no i don't give him marbles but you know what he's 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 an animal in fact he, i have to the youngest one he's so much trouble that you if you set the car seat at its regular uh setting he can he can get out of it like you can't <laughs> give him any room so you have to set the car straps the seat straps like to ridiculously tight <laughs> like a straight jacket yeah it's like a straight jacket it takes me like a minute to get the clip into the slot because it's so tight every morning i'm there like it's, and it's like 30 degrees outside i can feel the sun beating down on my back and i'm just trying to get this thing into the fucking thing and I'm i've got to go to work and he's got to get to school and it just eventually it gets in like that but yeah if i don't if i don't do that then I was driving him to work. I looked in, I, I need that mirror because I looked in the rearview mirror. He's half out of his seat, leaning over the side <laughs> of the car seat, trying to grab shit. It's like you're a little twat. Fuck off. Make my life easier. <laughs> that was J and S in J News. Time for a little advertising break. Uh, coming up, as you all know, is the Edinburgh Festival, a uh, famous comedy festival over in Scotland. Won't do the accent. Lots of comedians this year are doing online shows, and one of our regular contributors, Pete Sidell, he's doing a free online comedy show at PBH's Free Fringe 2021. Uh, he's doing it with his comedy buddy, Bill Douglas. Uh, the title of the show is called The Salmon of Knowledge, and I think it's probably just uh, best if I let, uh, let you hear from the man himself. Hey, Bill, what's the salmon of knowledge? It's an ancient Irish folktale about a smart salmon. Anything else? Yeah, it's the name of the show we're doing at the Virtual Edinburgh Fringe Festival. You're doing a show with a salmon? You and I are doing a show, Peter, but I do sometimes feel that working with a salmon would be easier. What's the show about? It's all about the jokes. 
40 minutes of you and I telling our best jokes like these ones recorded at an online show. So I visited this little park and it had a sign with all these rules, including do not walk on or over the grass. <laughs> over the grass? <laughs> Who's that rule targeting? You know, this, this, this hippie with uh, loaves and fishes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'd like to point something out to all of you. <laughs> I sometimes get confused by my neighbor's attitude towards me. Like, they tell me they don't like to see me naked, but they still always answer the door. Mm. <laughs> really. I mean, Make your mind up. Which is it? <laughs> I, do we all know what manspreading is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I, I got told this morning, like on, on the subway, there's a Japanese guy not happy with the way I'm manspreading. He tells me it's something you do with your own legs, not other men's. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty damn funny, aren't we? Yes, we are. Where we're going, we don't need no stinking salmon. But lay down some knowledge, Phil. The show's every day from the 13th to the 19th of August at 12.30 p.m. UK time, 8.30 p.m. in Japan. Go to freefringe.org.uk and look for the salmon of knowledge. You'll need to register on Eventbrite to get the Zoom link, but it'll be worth it. We cooler than medieval salmon? Oh, we way cooler than medieval salmon. Yo, Johnny McBee and Samuel T, two Brits talk a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. But there's something else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? All right, and now it's time for the burning question, which was, what was the most inappropriate thing a teacher ever said or did? Uh, we did ask people to keep it light, uh, even though <laughs> there was a heavily redacted uh, <laughs> sentence last last episode, if you listened. Yeah, H- having seen some of their responses, they definitely did not keep it light. <laughs> Actually, when you set this burning question last week, when we were talking about it, it occurred to me, we shouldn't be doing this as a burning question because... Back back in the day, like episode whatever it was, five or ten, we introduced the the segment school days, and have made a jingle for it. And we didn't. We've only done it probably a handful of times. So we've just played the burning burning question jingle. But let's make this school days. So here's the jingle. <laughs> what were you like when you were at school? Did you get straight as or were you a fool? John and Sam want to know They'll feature your story on the show Tales from teachers are welcome too You can send the email from the loo Ring, ring goes the bell 
So uh, Samurai Spurs, a uh, long-time collaborator on the show, Edgar Frank, he got in touch. He says, a teacher shagged my dad on my 12th birthday. It was their wedding day, so <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah, if we're going down that avenue, my father was a teacher too, so I think there's going to be quite a lot of uh, stories we could tell. And <laughs> I think it's probably best not to ask your children either. Yeah. Well, no, my missus wasn't my student. No, no, but he, Edgar Frank is saying that his teacher shagged his dad. Yeah. So that would be he is the son of the te- of the teacher. No. Uh, I think the teacher's going to be his mother-in-law, uh, stepmom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why that's weird. No, because it's like so. His teacher shagged his dad, but then yeah. But if we're allowing parents or step parents into this equation, then. Yeah. My dad was a. Well, I think it's to do with the fact it was on his birthday, and it's kind of a. And then it was the wedding day, so they obviously got married. Oh, right. That was the joke he was making. Oh, uh, I did. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so it's a bit like his puns. To be fair, difficult, difficult to get, and then once you do, slightly disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Rod Walsh got uh, got in touch on Facebook. Uh, he said once an accounting teacher said. Just ignore that lecture I gave this morning because I was high at the time. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's probably the last subject you would expect uh, to, to have a teacher who was high. Well, I don't know. I've seen some teachers. I think, Jesus Christ, they must be on something. <laughs> um, the Bean Pod got in touch. Uh, he said, the gym teacher at my school as a kid murdered his wife and son. Is that too dark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think definitely the uh, note at the end of the messages of uh, that I posted on Twitter and Facebook of keep it light have been ignored in that case. <laughs> right. Uh, Max Kevin got in touch on Facebook. He said, my history teacher was talking about coal mining in the 1800s and he got down on his hands and knees to show how crawling through a mining shaft would feel. But actually, he just wanted to look up the skirt of the girl that was sitting in the front row. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) Right, well, keep it light. Um, Yeah, I know. I feel like we're delving into the darkness here. Murder and... uh perversions and yeah well jack jones says when i was 13 during a chemistry class the gas taps were loose so my best mate nicked them why because it's just something kids do a day later my form teacher had heard the taps were missing and a crime had been committed knowing i was in the know and was a silly billy she cross-examined me in front of the class just like in that film where al pacino's blind i refused to drop my shithouse mates in it she said I quote, you are just like a person who watches a granny get stabbed in the street and turns away. <laughs> so I was <laughs> I was punished by having to weed the school gardens every lunchtime for a week. <laughs> well, because he may have known who did it. Yeah, well, he says, I told my dad that I hadn't grasped my mates, but felt I maybe should from then on because grannies might die. Being an electrician after a day laying cables in a filthy old attic, he marched into the headmaster's office covered in cobwebs. Demanding that bitch's head on a plate. <laughs> Actually, I just remember the other teachers crowing to me about my mad dad and what a hero he was. Wow. <laughs> so it says, though my dad was the best spinning number three batsman in the parent teacher's cricket team and a great piss up, they told the said bitch to speak to me about my inability to shit on my mates. She said that maybe I misheard, misunderstood her. I wouldn't stand by and watch <laughs> right. a woman getting murdered <laughs> in the street. 
<laughs> Finally, a story with a happy ending. Yeah. I think my mum would have just gone, well, if you know who did it and you didn't grass them up, then, you know, you do the crime, do the time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. My, I would have been very much on the receiving end of the same information, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's up to you. Like, you deal with it. I, and I sort of feel a bit like that now. If my kid came home with that kind of information, it's like, right, just go to school. You sort out this problem. I've got enough yeah. to fucking deal with without yeah. worrying about your mates. And it's only, it's only weed in a garden for a week, isn't it? It's not... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got away. He's if got it was away, a, likely. If it was lightly. a cane or something, I then mean, I'd be a bit, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was given 50 lashes. <laughs> um, Nate Warwick got in touch on Facebook. He said that once a teacher showed us the film Deliverance uh, <laughs> when we were in the sixth form. <laughs> right. Um, he said he went to an all-boys school too. So, yeah, oh. that was genius. <laughs> <laughs> if <laughs> Listeners, if you're not familiar with the film Deliverance, then, yeah, check it out and watch it with your parents and yeah. your young kids. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Squeal like a pig, Ma. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so uh, Davy in Japan, or Davy and JP got in touch on uh, Twitter, and he said uh, a, the teacher always parked his junk on the corner of the desk. Oh. <laughs> Do you think that means that he would stand by the corner of, like, by the desk and then lay his balls, like, on it? Is that what that means? Yeah, I think so. During Ah. summertime, when it's really hot and sweaty, just... (laughs) (laughs) Leave it like a slime trail, like a slug. (laughs) Oh, insanity. (laughs) You don't want that reputation, do you? No, you definitely don't want that reputation. <laughs> uh, I remember when we worked in, in Nova in Japan, I remember uh, I used to live with this American guy, Kyle, who was very loud and um, he got punched by a student because he kept banging the desk shouting, Diddy Mao, every time they got the the, the, uh, the sentence wrong. <laughs> Which uh, d- deservedly got punched in the face. Um. <laughs> yeah, to get punched in the face by a student in Japan is, yeah. you've gone some length, haven't you? Yeah. Diddy Mao, Diddy Mao. <laughs> Um, and I tell you what, I, I know, I know the worst thing I've ever heard a teacher saying to a student. What? It was without, it was without a doubt. Your mum's a. So that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who was involved. And don't forget to uh, check out Pete Siddell and Bill Douglas's show, The Salmon of Knowledge, online. It's online daily from August 13th to the 19th. 8.30pm Tokyo time, 12.30pm Edinburgh time and 7.30am in New Hampshire. (laughs) Those guys in New Hampshire are either going to have to wake up early or just do an (laughs) all-nighter. All right. And so um, I talked about the camping by that inflatable beanbag thing so uh, the very question for this episode is what is something that your partner has bought that you've considered just to be a massive waste of money (laughs) Uh, I mean 
the podcast's only about 30 minutes long. I mean, do, do we have to make, like, next episode, like, just the burning question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Catch, catch you later. later. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy. Not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The International Comedy Podcast